0: Today on Bridges, we're going to talk about wait and see. I'm Monica Schmelter. I'm so glad that you could join me. And as we take a look at how so much in life is to kind of wait and see, what I want us to look at is how we can wait and see with expectancy. If you look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, how much of her life was wait and see? Just imagine getting that proclamation that you're with child. You've never been with a man. You're betrothed to be married. There was a lot of wait and see for her. Wait and see how this will all turn out. And yet her attitude and how she handled herself is just so amazing. Truth number one is wait and see with expectancy. Let's look here at Mary's response in Luke 1, verse 38, out of the New Living Translation. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything that you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Let's just consider that carefully for a moment because so many times we will go through this as the Christmas story and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But her wait and see with expectancy was right there. She loved God so much that even though there were so many unknowns, her attitude was, you know what? May everything that God said come to be. Now, she's a person just like us. So to get that announcement that she's with child and that the child is the savior of the world and to know that you're betrothed to Joseph the carpenter, you're going to have to wait and see how he responds to that, right? you're going to have to wait and see <laughs> how her parents respond to that. Wait and see how the community will respond to that. And yet she was willing to wait and see with expectancy. Look with me at another scripture in Hebrews 11, uh, the sixth verse, sixth verse <laughs> new living translation. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. So when I say wait and see with expectancy is truth number one, what I'm talking about is waiting with faith, believing that God is who He says He is, and then that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. Some translations say diligently seek Him. You see, the the point of our life is to become more like Christ. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now, 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And the only way that we can do that is a relationship with Christ and by leaning into the power of the Holy Spirit to help us do all the things that we need to do in this fallen world. But we can, as believers, when we're in a situation in which we have to wait, we can wait and see with expectancy. Just think about that attitude of Mary. Well, just everything you said, just let all of that come true. And so many times I know that I can look at my life and think, you know, I was kind of fighting what God was trying to teach me. I was trying to argue. I wanted to do it a different way instead of, waiting and seeing with expectancy what God is going to do in this situation. So like when a problem presents itself, to wait and see, right, with faith, because God is a good God, God is only good and He's always faithful, what solution is God going to work in that situation? Instead of, you know, kind of looking at things and thinking that, It's all just something that we have to fix ourselves, or that maybe that God is mad at us or this or that, or we shouldn't have to go through this and other people don't have to go through this. Put on an attitude of wait and see with expectancy, not just wait and see, but wait and see with expectancy in who God is. The scripture and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. If you sincerely seek him, he will reward you. So you can wait and see with expectancy, knowing that you're seeking the creator of the universe. You're wanting to develop and to cultivate that relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's not just wait and see, it's wait and see with expectancy. I want us to look at truth number two for today, and that's wait and see with faithful obedience. You know, there are so many situations in life that we truly, we have to wait and see. Like, they're outside of our control. We can't do anything about that. Like, that diagnosis, that course of treatment, that financial reversal, the breakup, the... Whatever could happen, the loss of a job, some of those things are absolutely completely outside of our control. We can do our part. And what is our part? Our part in the wait and see is faithful obedience. We all get different talents. We get different stations in life, if you will, we get different opportunities. And so it's not the same with us, but the part that we all get is the opportunity to wait and see with faithful obedience, not wait and see with fear, not wait and see with doubt, not wait and see with anger, but faithful obedience. We focus so much on results and outcomes and many times the growth, the wisdom, the revelation actually comes to us while we are in the process of wait and see. And so if you look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, her faithful obedience, when she gets this, really, I mean, honestly, we know the whole story, but at the beginning of this, when Mary is told, that is one outlandish proclamation that this young girl is with child and she's never been with a man. I can't imagine, like, she responded with faithful obedience. There had to be some concern about Joseph the carpenter, her parents, the community, and yet she had that faithful obedience and she exemplified that faithful obedience throughout her life. She had to wait and see. She wouldn't know. There was no example, right? No example of any other mother that was like her, right? No one else was giving birth to the Son of God. No one else had that responsibility. What a tough job. And yet she did it with faithful obedience. So look at your life right now. Look at the things that are just wait and see, right? the bills that come, sometimes the repairs that need to happen, the teacher meeting where maybe your child isn't doing as well and you feel like maybe the teacher doesn't understand your child and you just wait and see. Bigger things. You wait and see if the marriage will be restored. You wait and see. And that can be hard. But the part that we can do is to wait and see with faithful obedience. Luke eleven twenty eight 28 out of the New, Tri- uh, New Living Translation says it like this, Jesus replied, but even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. And you know, the thing is for all of us, we can hear the word of God and it sounds wonderful at the time, like, oh, I needed that. And then what happens like in the parable of the sower, the enemy comes to take the seed of God's word. And so, you know, you're leaving church, you're going to work and you get a flat tire, or you're going to work and you get in a car accident. And then all of a sudden, all this good word, this rich word that you just heard, this excitement that you had about wait and see with faithful obedience, it's just down the drain. I mean, it's just gone because you went through this thing. But if we can remember that Jesus says, blessed is the one who hears the word of God and puts it into practice. So for you and for me right now, if we make that commitment, I'm going to wait in faithful obedience. I'm going to wait and see all the good things that God is going to do because he's good, because he says that we are his dear children, because that he says that he loves us and that He will be with us, that He will never abandon us. He will be faithful to the end of the age. If He's promised that kind of faithfulness, and He has, why would we not wait and see with expectancy and wait and see with faithful obedience? So whatever right now you're looking at and you're like, man, this is just a wait and see, look at that. And look at that, where can you be faithful? Where can you be obedient. How can you be faithful? How can you be obedient? And if you don't know, ask him. The Bible says, if we ask him for wisdom, that he will give it to us and that he will not find fault with us. Some translations say he doesn't abrade us. And that just means he doesn't find fault. He gives us what we need. He tells us to ask. So in this wait and see of life, on fallen planet Earth, we can wait with expectancy. We can wait with faithful obedience. If you look with me at John 14 and verse 15 out of the New Living Translation, it says there, If you love me, obey my commandments. So we may not be able to fix all the things that are wrong in our life or that we think are wrong, but we can fully, completely obey the Word of God with his help every single day, we can do that. And that's hearing God's word and putting it into practice. If you look at Mary at the wedding of Cana, the mother of Jesus, with Jesus, what did she tell the people? Whatever he tells you to do when they ran out of wine, whatever he tells you to do, you do it. And that instruction is for us as well. Whatever he tells us to do, do it. So for example, forgiveness. If we are kind of in a wait and see about an apology or about a reconciliation, forgiveness is always possible. He gives us the ability to forgive. If we will understand as we wait and see in life, let's say there's resentment. Let's say there's bitterness. Let's say that you got wronged in a really huge traumatic way. There may not be anything that, well, if it's in the past, there's nothing any of us can do to change the past. But what we can do is obey the word of God to forgive those that have wronged us and hurt us. And thankfully, God doesn't ask us to do that in our own strength. So let's say you're in that wait and see. You don't know if the person will apologize or if they won't. You don't know if there'll be reconciliation or if there won't but what you can do is forgive. The Bible tells us to forgive as we've been forgiven. And if we really consider how much we've all been forgiven of, oh my goodness. And if you look at forgiveness, not as doing something for the other person, but I don't think that we are ever more Christ-like than when we forgive somebody who has really sinned against us. That is such a Christ-like thing to do. So while you can't necessarily know about the reconciliation, that, that might not all be in your court, so to speak. You can't make another person apologize. And even if we could, and we made them, it wouldn't be a sincere apology. So who wants that, right? But we can forgive. And forgiveness brings us freedom And then we can still wait and see what God will do. Like we can pray about all the other things that are out there, but what we can do is look at ourselves in the mirror of God's word and say, okay, what are the things that I can do? Well, I can forgive. I can, if we need to make an apology, I can open up the door for conversation. If if that's a thing, look at what you can do and obey what you need to obey And as you do that, that wait and see will be with expectancy and will be with faithful obedience. You know, the kind of confidence that Mary had in Jesus is some kind of confidence. Just in a wedding when they run out of wine, like, ask my son, he'll make more wine. He can do this. Just do whatever he says. And so that rings true for us today to do whatever he says in his word and that's our part. And then we wait and see for the rest of the parts. Truth number three, even when you can't see him, he sees you. So if you're in a wait and see that's dark and that's a hard place, perhaps you are so filled with grief that you just really don't see the hand of God in your life or your situation. You believe in him, but it's just gotten dark. And we probably have all been in that place. There are so many times that I look and I just think, okay, God, like, where are you? Like, I've been praying about all of this and doing the best that I can. And I I just don't know. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, it's dark. But remember that even when you can't see him, he sees you. So in your wait and see with expectancy and with faithful obedience, know that he sees you know that he cares. Know that he is working all things out for your good. Know that nothing escapes him. The Bible says there's nothing that he doesn't know about. And that brings us comfort because as we wait and see, we can know that when God takes care of a situation, he takes care of it, right? It's perfect. It's complete. It's lacking nothing. First Peter 3.12, New Living Translation, says it like this, The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and His ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns His face against those who do evil. So this scripture declares to us this Word of God that is living and active, that is sharper than any two-edged sword. This word of God that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will stand forever. The Bible says that not one jot, not one tittle will not be completed. So there's so many things we wait and see, we don't know, but the word of God, we know 100% true. We know that he's for us and not against us. We know that he calls us, if we believe in Christ, his dear children. We know that he's given us everything that we need for life and for godliness. We know that in all the wait and see, he's delighting in our details. If you look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, even as she stood at the cross, that had to be a hard, hard day. And while she knew that she birthed the son of God, and that she was gifted to be able to raise him. It had to be a wait and see. Even when they went on the trip and Jesus went to the temple and Joseph and Mary were like having to look for him and all of that angst, it had to be so much wait and see. There were times that Jesus' siblings, you know, teased him, didn't believe in him you know, well, if you really want to be famous, why don't you put yourself out there? As a mom, like being in that, like you've got to, you're like in wait and see, like what did God mean when he said that I had this son and that he'd be the savior of the world? And now she's standing at this cross. And she could see him physically on the cross. But at that moment, she couldn't really see the end of all of that. She couldn't see that he would be buried and that he would be resurrected. She couldn't see that he was going to come back and draw the disciples close to him. She couldn't see that he was going to say to them, wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. She just had to wait and see. And so that had to be a dark day and a time that she didn't understand. And while I'm sure that none of our situations probably compared to what she was going through at that moment. And we don't have to compare our situations anyway. I'm just saying, consider carefully the word of God. What it shows us about the wait and see. And the wait and see is always that God has something good and something perfect planned. At the time, the wait and see might not be comfortable. But God doesn't forget about us. We are not invisible to God. Consider Hagar as she was an outcast. And what did God say to her? I see you. So even if you're in grief, a dark situation, maybe you're being slandered, maybe people are talking about you and you've kind of been ousted and you don't see God in any of it, you can rest assured that he sees you and that he doesn't forget anything. There are so many times I can look in my life at this point and I can see I didn't see him at that time, but he was working it all out for my good. I may may not have liked it at the time, and yet he was working. You look at Mary and yes, she could see Jesus on the cross. We know that he saw her, right? Because he told John, my mom, take care of her and understand that he loves us the same way. We're his dear children. He's going to take care of us. He's not going to forget us. I have that just, I formulated myself because I thought it would be helpful because I have so many wait and see moments that what is my wait and see statement of faith? Like, what am, I, what am I committing to in my wait as I have to wait and see? Because there are so many times I have not waited well. I, I, I can look back and it's like, I've messed things up along the way because I couldn't wait because I thought I waited too, you know, I thought the wait was too long. I thought I could just jump in there and fix it and I just caused problems. But if you look in Luke 2 and you read about Mary, the mother of Jesus, you'll see one of the things that she did is she treasured things in her heart. Those moments in which she saw God working like the shepherds coming to worship, she treasured that in her heart. Look in your life at the times that you know you've heard God. You know that God has seen you through and treasure that in your heart. That treasure that we have in our heart, when that treasure gets pulled on, in dark and hard days. But if you've had that experience, if you've had that encounter with Christ where He's come through, you can pull from that and after having done all to stand, to stand by faith. When I think about Mary at that cross, I think she had to look back to the angel's proclamation, to the things she treasured in her heart to know, you know what? I can wait and see with expectancy. This is dark. I don't get it, but I expect something wonderful. I wrote down, and I read this to myself when I get frustrated with the wait or whatever. I will not give in to fear, doubt, or unbelief. I will wait and see what good plans that God has for me. I will be joyful as I wait and see. We're all in some kind of wait and see experience, and it's not easy. So in just a moment, I'm going to lead us in a prayer, but I really recommend that you get the online extras, and that you make a statement of faith about your wait and see. Father, I come to you right now in Jesus' name, and I lift up every single person that's watching. I lift up every single wait and see situation. And I ask God that you bring faith and that you bring comfort. I ask God that you open up our eyes to see your goodness, to be able to taste and see that you are good. I ask you, Father, to help us remember in those tough times, the times in the past that you have come through, the miracles, God, that you've done inside of our lives, the time, God, where there, times where there have been no way, but you've made a way. We thank you for that. And I ask you for each, each of us that you would help us to grow in our faith, that you would help us by your Holy Spirit to wait and see with expectancy. God, in Jesus' name, that we can wait and see in faithful obedience, that we can understand, God, that when it's so dark and when we can't see you, that you can see us. Help us rest in that, Father. Help us bask in that. God, I lift up every single person, and I just ask in Jesus' name right now that you would bring the hope and comfort that can only come from you. We ask those things in Jesus' name. And so today, as we've talked about wait and see, remember that as believers in Christ, we wait and see with expectancy. And we expect good because God is good. So even when it's dark or long or seems hopeless, wait and see with expectancy of good, of the hope that comes from Christ. If all of our hope is in him, we will never be disappointed. The Bible says that those who look to him, that our countenances are radiant and that we will not be moved. Not that things in our life don't happen that threaten us, that make us feel like we're going to be shattered, but we will not be moved because he's good. We are receiving an unshakable kingdom, the word of God says. Wait and see, in your wait and see, do it with faithful obedience. Oh yeah, there's tons of things outside of your control and outside of my control, but I can wait. I can be faithful to God. I can be obedient to His Word. He gives us the power to do that. His Word says that when temptation comes, He shows us the way out, right? His Word says that we are under no obligation to obey the sinful cravings of our flesh. And we all have them. We, just, we all have them, but we're under no obligation. Sin is not our master. Jesus is our master. So wait and see with faithful obedience. Wait and see the good plans that God has for you. This may be a long road and a rough road, but God has good plans. And then to understand, even when you can't see him, He sees you. You can rest assured you're not invisible. You can rest assured that God has not forgotten you. You can rest assured that he's coming through for you. Because even when you can't see him, he sees you. And just think about that for a moment. That the creator of the whole universe sees you. That he loves you. That he calls you his dear child. So wait and see with expectancy, with faithful obedience and lean into the fact that even if you can't see him, he sees you and he's working everything out for your good because you love him and because you are called according to his purpose. I am out of time. I will see you next time on Bridges as we will talk more about hope for the journey.